Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Gerald Borgay, Espo, and Saul Bookman. Mondays are busy these days. <laughs> a little too much. So much going on on a Monday morning or afternoon. Just dueling tweets from everybody, just... Uh, with different information, we'll get into all of it today. It'll be fun. How are you guys feeling so far about the day? I'm fine. I'm just a little irritated this morning because I put out, I quote tweeted Sham's quote, and like, and like people are just like, well, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, just chill, okay? <laughs> just step back from the fucking Twitter mm-hmm. and just take a deep breath. Nothing is ever certain until it's a fucking done deal anywhere you go. So just chill. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. And stay out of my mentions. <laughs> I was emotional. I was emotional this morning too, not because Nets fans are a bunch of bunch of assholes. This or motherfucking mic. Or because that mic doesn't work. Uh, I, my daughter went to kindergarten for the first time today. Oh. So I was very uh, emotional because of that while Saul was ranting. So. Oh, I mean, nice. I, I get that because it's like sad on your part. And then if your kid is so stoked to go to kindergarten, it makes it kind of hurts a little bit more. You're she like, was really? super sad. So she oh, was, she that's had a, good. She had some tears, well, but she is. Uh, well, yeah. good, good for your ego. <laughs> yeah. Not good for kindergarten. She's I don't like, know. oh, dad you wasn't going to be there right? anyways. He's got to go to work. But mom, uh, I'm going to miss mom. So. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, shall we get into it? Let's do it. Let's start off with the Woj tweet. Uh, Woj tweeted out this weekend, ESPN sources, as Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant's trade request approaches its fourth week, the Boston Celtics have emerged among teams engaged in talks on a possible deal. And then early, early this morning, we had Shams tweet sources. The Boston Celtics have offered a Jalen Brown package to the Nets for Kevin Durant, which Brooklyn turned down and countered. And then he had a story with more details on it. But at the end of that story or within that story, he said, quote, appear to be eliminated when referring to the Phoenix Suns as a part of the KD race. How does this make you feel? Well, let's let's start with the Celtics thing from Woj because obviously um, it's not good that a team coming off a finals run is emerging as a serious suitor for them. But this is something that we kind of 
figured would happen, knew probably was happening. We've speculated multiple times on this show in the past few weeks about teams that would get involved, Raptors, Celtics, Warriors, Heat. Like, it makes sense. They're a team coming off a finals run. They have young players. They have picks. And Kevin Durant's available. Like, 25 teams should be picking up the phone at least to try and call about Kevin Durant and see what the Nets want. So this isn't anything really to be concerned about from Woj as far as his report. He literally said in the article, like, there's been no traction on this deal. Um, So it's just kind of reporting something that we probably already figured would happen at some point in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, when you see what uh, supposedly the Nets were asking for too, uh, Mm -hmm. which was, it was Jalen Brown, Mark Smart, uh, two first round picks. Like this just confirms me again, the Nets are insane. Like they think, (laughs) they think that everybody else is just going to be dumb and kowtow to what, what they want and just be like, yes, please take my entire roster. And it's just not going to happen. They have no position of power here, right? There's, they're not in a position of power KD still holds holds those cards so uh, like I they're gonna ask for the world because I think they're holding out hope that they can convince Kevin Durant to come back but yeah I just don't see it. I, I will say this just from a if if I wasn't a Suns fan and I was casual I was a casual observer of what was going on and I knew all the details I would say from the surface it looks like the Suns would be out on KD because of the fact that you were going to try and leverage DA to another team to give the Nets exactly what they wanted in another superstar. Mm-hmm. On the surface, that's what it looks like. I will say this. I, I think that the numbers would tell you that the Suns are out on KD until, until, and everybody, I want, I want everybody to listen to what I'm about to say, <laughs> okay? I think the Suns are out on KD until KD says, I'm not going back, I'm not reporting to training camp, and I only want to go to Phoenix. And I feel like the third, which we'll get to later on down the road amongst the rumors, um, could very well soon happen. And uh, again, that's what I want to say. I want to make sure everybody is very clear on that point. <laughs> they won't be, but <laughs> they, they won't no. be. That's fine. But I just. They, they're out on KD. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How dare you say that? But also, in addition to that, like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of pie in the sky, wishful thinking to think that the Nets would take, would not take a Mikhail Bridges. Uh, And they wouldn't take a Cam Johnson. And we're magically going to keep all these beautiful pieces and just give up Jay Crowder and a bag of chips. Like, that's just not going to happen. Like, And so while I understand that there's a portion of Sun's Twitter that is all in on what what Flex has said, and and I I believe it. I believe that, you know, Flex said that they were in on KD and they're going to try their damnedest to get him. I believe that. Mm. I have no doubt about that. You still can't ignore the other moves that are being made that that will make it a little bit more difficult. Not prevent, not mm-hmm. stop. Right. So don't come into my mentions about that <laughs> shit. I'm just saying it makes it a little bit more difficult. Look, they, I agree with you. It makes it a little bit more difficult, but I'm not. There's, on, there's only two ways I think that the Suns are out of it. KD gets traded somewhere else, but mm-hmm. then, then it's very clear they're out of it. Or if the Suns start making moves to make a trade to fill a backup point guard position 
trade to get somebody else of of a decent contract. So you're not getting another superstar, but if they start making moves that are trading some of these trade chips, uh, you know, expiring contracts, draft picks, that's when I'll go, okay, they realize they're out on it, and now they're making the moves that they need to to solidify their roster. Right, and, and the way that I look at these Celtics reports is, again, Nets leaking information to drive up the market yeah. for KD because if you float that the Celtics that the Celtics offered – Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a first-round pick, and that they countered with Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and multiple picks, and possibly another rotation player, that's what you're doing. You're trying to drive up the market price. Um, and I do agree. Kevin Durant has the nuclear codes here. As soon as he presses that button, it then it it's time for the Brooklyn Nets to... It's a game of chicken. And are they going to... That. He could, but the Nets are also going to... And we talked about this last week as well they're going to play that game too. They're going to say, okay, don't show up then. And I, I don't eat, believe that like, part. Like, I, I think, think they will. And I think it's going to be a game of chicken. What, of who what part don't down. You believe? I don't believe that the Nets are going to wind up going, okay, we're going to call your bluff, sit out for as long as you want. Like that's what you get. A lot of Nets fans. that will say that if you bring up that KD holds the power here, right? Which he does. I full well believe KD holds the power because mm. two reasons. The Nets don't want to go into a full rebuild. Mm -hmm. And the only way they're going to get pieces to make sure they don't do that is by trading KD. The only way they'll continue to be players for big names is if they do right by KD because other players aren't going to want to go there yep. if they dick him over. And then Joe Sy, their billionaire owner, right? They Guys with lots of money don't like depreciating <clears throat> assets. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Durant at 34 and sitting out is a depreciating asset. At that point, you're going to get even less for him if you let him sit out. And the Nets aren't going to do that because it's bad for their business. For, so for those three reasons, Kevin Durant's in the driver's seat. The second he hits that and he says, I don't want to be here. I'm not reporting to training camp. The only place I'm going is here and, and makes it public so all the other teams know. The Nets will make whatever the best deal is on the table from the Suns. It will be Cam Johnson. It'll be Mikhail Bridges. It'll be four picks. It'll be, you know, guys to fill the salary. And that's what will wind up getting it done if Kevin Durant goes down that road. Let me be clear, though. I'm not saying that they're going to call his bluff and keep it. They're going to fire back with calling his bluff. And then he's going to let them know, no, I'm for real. I'm not showing up. And that's when they're going to cave. Okay. That's, that's predictable. Fair. It's what's going to be leaked. It's what's yeah. going to happen. And again, until Kevin Durant gets to that point, we're in this limbo situation where the Raptors and the Celtics to everyone else seem like better suitors because they can field better offers than what the Suns can, especially if DA is not able to be involved in any of that. Yeah, look, it's going to take one Kevin Durant tweet or TikTok saying, mm -hmm. this is all, <laughs> this is the only place I'm going. And everything changes. Anybody that thinks Nets ownership or Sean Marks have the power in this is kidding themselves and has not watched a second of what's gone on in the NBA over the last five years. The mm -hmm. players are in charge. Get used to it. They will control where they're headed. And they'll go, oh, well, he has four years left on his deal. It does not matter. He could have 20 years left on his deal. <laughs> well. if, he pushed, if he pushes his way out, it's going to happen because no owner is going to sit there and go, fine, screw you. We're going to be worse. 
and you're going to sit there and we're never going to get a superstar again. Well, KD did just get on TikTok, right? He did. Yes, he did. So, yeah, first exciting TikTok times. Also, until that point <laughs> where KD comes out. No, this is making a joke. Um, until that point where it does become this crazy public feud between KD and the Nets and calling each other's bluffs in that capacity, all of these things can be true at the same time. Multiple Things, multiple yes. reports and rumors and sources, information can all be true simultaneously. Yes. Because yeah. we also know that on Arizona Sports Today, Brian Windhorst said, I know that it came out today, so it's front of mind, but from what I understand, those are not fresh talks when referring to the Celtics offered uh, to the Nets for KD. Mm -hmm. So, yes, the Suns could still technically be in the race, they could still be having conversations with the Nets. The Boston Celtics could also still be having conversations with the Nets, the Raptors, whomever. Mm -hmm. They can all be true at mm -hmm. the same time. And just because we're getting multiple reports doesn't mean one person is wrong or one person is correct. All of these things are probably actually happening. So just remember all of that. Right. Things get leaked from teams for a specific reason, and it's for them to be broadcast to the world, and it's for leverage and for all these myriad of reasons. So it doesn't mean that you're being you know, unfaithful or untruthful with your reporting, it means you're probably saying what you are being told. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're getting all these different conflicting reports, because we have a lot of different people with a lot of different intentions and motivations that are leaking this stuff to reporters. That's what's happening here. And it's hard to sift through and it's annoying. And I think that's why we're probably all annoyed, because it's hard to tell truth from, you know, puppet master who's kind of pulling the strings at the top. And everyone's sources are, you're not getting the same source the for place. each no, person. No, no, you know, one source bit. could be in the front office of the Nets. The other source could be the front office of the Celtics. And then you could have agents. You could have player friends or family right. members sharing mm -hmm. things. So there's so many different places that all of this information could be coming from. Mm -hmm. there's, there's never been such thing as a certainty. Mm -hmm. Like, not in the NBA. No. Everything changes at the drop of a hat. And so, like, the players, like Espo said, have the leverage. Uh, we're going to let this thing ride out, but we're still going to talk about the rumors. Nothing's going to happen until September. I'm almost convinced of that. Yeah. I just don't feel like anything's going to move. I think the whole month of August is just going to be awful and miserable. And then we're going to get to September, and we're going to get near training camp, and that's when things are going to start to move again. I think right now, I think all parties are kind of content just kind of sitting here letting this thing just kind of breathe on its own and, and kind of ignoring it for the next couple of weeks until they have to get back to work. And I think that's what one of the articles said is that a lot of these teams are checking back in, but they are going to be, the Nets are kind of going to be waiting till September to see who's for real about this. So this is going to be a long drawn out process. I love Zach in the chat saying LMAO Suns fans in shambles. Yeah, we're in shambles. Def you know, we're like good. 64-win <laughs> team, a year removed from the finals, bringing the core back. We're not in shambles. We're talking about what is the, mm. the topic du jour right now. Maybe he's in shambles. Maybe he's saying we're in shambles because he's going after our moms or something like that because he does know. have a Zach Wilson. Oh, no. That's kind of sad. He wants yeah. him to rhyme. That's kind of sad. I'm sorry. That's man. tough. Uh, thanks for stopping by. We, we feel for you. So we have another tweet that we want to share. This one's from Gambo. He said, Boston has had interest in trading for KD since the Durant trade request. And on Friday, we reported more on that interest. But I still find it highly unlikely the Nets would trade him to Boston. 
they prefer not to trade him to a chief rival. This is also something to take into consideration. The, the Nets very well could have loved the package that Boston put together for them, but decided it was not in their best interest to trade him to a team like the Celtics, who it could come back and bite them in the butt should something happen. And maybe that was the reason why they declined and countered. And also, maybe they're using that, like you said, as leverage now to up the ante for other teams. Also, I think the thing that people miss out on is that, like, okay, cool, Boston's in the picture, or at least Boston wants to be in the picture. Again, this is the reason why players pay agents. They lay the groundwork for what's to come. You can be certain that any team that's going to try and throw the farm to get KD is going to have to talk to KD's agent, too, to make sure that KD, first of all, will show up. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, if they trade him to the Pacers, I know the Pacers aren't in the running, but let's just say they did because they got a fantastic package. KD could very well be like, I ain't going there. Yeah. He's, cool. He, could. he has all the control. He has the leverage. I I do think I know you brought this up before. I do think this is a little bit different because people have compared it to like the Kawhi situation where the Raptors took a gamble on a guy who didn't want to be there, won a championship, and then he literally bolted for mm -hmm. where he had wanted to go the whole time. It's a little different when you have one year on your contract yep. versus four. But I do think that teams are going to be hesitant about mortgaging their entire future with talented young players or multiple draft picks for a guy that may not be entirely set on there because what's to stop him from asking out from his next situation? So I, this is all contingent on Kevin Durant being resolute about wanting to be a Phoenix Sun because we know that, that the Suns are his number one choice. That's been the case since this trade request was first reported. If he stays by that and is not willing to open it up to other teams, then I do think he'll be a son at some point in the future. <laughs> but if he even wavers a little bit and opens it up, then then the sons are in trouble if that happens. And I don't think it will, but if it happens, because these things are fluid, then you have teams like the Celtics, the Raptors, that can make a better offer. Look, I think... You look so concerned on what? your face. Oh, you, you were thinking about what to say, and I was just watching <laughs> you the whole time. He just looks so serious. No, I was just... You know, I... I just don't see why the Nets would trade him to a rival if the Nets want to still compete, which is what they've said. I feel like this may have been the Celtics just, you know, okay, we're going to kick the tires on this. So when our fans go, well, did you check in on KD? Yeah, we checked in on KD. We looked at it. We we tried to, uh, you know, and tried to understand what that would be, but they wanted too much. Like, I just I don't the Celtics don't make a lot of sense to me for for a lot of reasons, and I'm not sure like everybody's like, oh Jason Tatum's why KD would want to go there, yeah but you got Devin Booker you got DA you got Chris Paul you got there's Monty also Williams. a million it's reasons like, why you don't want to go yeah, to Boston well, yeah. yeah let's be real and I think and, those and got, those are the more prevalent and as you can believe J KD has played in Boston and heard all that trash that that gets spewed around that fucking arena I promise you that. So the 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 willingness to go play in that city, first of all, is probably very low on KD's end. Well, and you know Kyrie has told him stories. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Well, shit, they just played in the first round of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Not only did he hear it, he probably saw it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, he did see it yeah. again because it happened. Yeah. So. All right. So the last thing that we have to share from this here is. Uh, a clip from Bickley and Murata today on 98.7 FM. Let's listen to it and then we'll talk about it. 
Okay, so then it gets down to the the million dollar question. If if Kevin Durant made that clear to the Nets that you're going to have to trade me, does he now take that next step and say to Phoenix? That's really the missing piece here, because you know this from the people you've talked to, Vinny. I know this from the person I've talked to, that that there's a there's a belief that this might be more than a desired uh, a preference. It might be an obsession. You and I have both heard that mm-hmm. from different people. That is correct. An obsession. Kind of like the fans <laughs> with Katie right now. Like if it's an obsession, I'd like to see him get on TikTok and say exactly that. Come on, Kevin Durant. Let's do it. I want to be nowhere but Phoenix. I am obsessed with them. That TikTok would go viral. <laughs> I like what is what does an obsession mean? Does he have like Devin Booker highlights playing on all his TVs? He's got a Monty Williams picture in his like. What is an obsession? Like this kind of goes understand. from like zero to a hundred. What is what what is an obsession with the Suns look like for KD? Like I don't. That's a very specific kind yeah. of word. Do you have to describe a guy. when you come to work every day, considering where we came from and what we've been wanting to do here? Is it an obsession for you to try and make this place the best it could possibly be? No, no, yeah. Oh, like, okay. All right then. No, yes. We'll be looking yeah. for a new VP of content I, I, here. I, I get that obsession, but that's something I'm involved. It doesn't have in, to be right? a physical, tangible I, I, I thing. Get it, but I, I it could just like, be a thought or a feeling. I feel like obsession is like a stand-in word for like it's his singular focus. It's yes. like his, yeah. he's got tunnel vision on that one thing. Um, like in the chat, Sundra's dunk said, "Obsession: the new fragrance by Katie." Mm-hmm. Obsession. Um, yeah, no, that is an interesting choice of words, but it goes back to what I was saying. As long as he's resolute about being a Phoenix son, he will be a Phoenix son at some point in the future. But if he, you know, if the Nets come to him and are like, look, we can't trade you to the Suns, we're not going to do it. We can trade you here, here and here. And then he caves. That's a different story. I don't think that'll happen. I think he very much wants to play with Devin Booker, with Monty Williams, who he's also very close with, with Chris Paul. He sees that this has a championship culture and foundation here. And he could be the piece that pushes them over the top. They make the most sense to me in terms of what you'd be giving up and what you still have after a trade. But again, he's going to have to force their hand at some point, and that might not be for a while. I And I think the reason we haven't seen him force the hand is because he's so concerned with his image, mm-hmm. which we've seen. And if you do it at this point, it just looks like, oh, the player trying to force his way out. If you wait, it's, oh, the, the Nets didn't do everything they could to trade him. You can you can spin the conversation if it gets closer to training camp, and then he says, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm done waiting for you to play around. Right. I'm sure beyond that, too, it's just he's not a bad guy. No. He's going to work with the team that he's currently on. He's going to have his representation work alongside the front office of the Nets, share information back and forth, have some line of communication, even if it's not directly with him, before he goes nuclear, like you guys have said, and says something on social media. Like, there, you don't have to jump to the extreme to get things going. Sometimes you might have to jump to the extreme to make something actually happen. But he's probably trying really hard to at least play nice in the sandbox at the beginning he's trying to i listen i think it would be phenomenal because it makes too much sense for him to come to the suns i could you imagine cp3 well revered across the league rubs a lot of people the wrong way devin booker well revered amongst players but for some reason 
fans of other fan bases are very irritated by Devin Booker. And then Kevin Durant, the way he bailed on OKC and went to the Golden State Warriors, people felt like, oh, well, you know, you just walked into a championship there. It's BS. For all three of those to be in Phoenix at the same time Mm -hmm. and possibly raise a Larry O'Brien is the ultimate middle finger to the rest (laughs) of the NBA Mm -hmm. community. And I am here for it, and I hope it happens. (laughs) But there are a lot of things that are still left out there to to, to play with. And, again, you know, if if Miami tried to find a way to get KD or – or whoever comes in at the 11th hour, um, you just never know. And again, like, it's just, we got a long way to go here. Mm -hmm. I I really, I hate the, oh, well, Mikhail and Cam isn't going to get it done. Yeah, there's multiple ways to get there because the four draft picks, adding a third or fourth team, there's ways to make it work if that's what KD really wants. Mm -hmm. But to me, I get worried that if they strike out, they're going to have no option really to try to fix that point backup point guard position, solidify your power forward spot, all these different different things that you need to do to be a really good team where they are uh, with what they have. Like that worries that worries me that they're going to be left holding the bag in the end if it doesn't work out. If KD doesn't do that, they must feel very confident that at some point KD's going to going to pull the pin on that grenade if they're sitting here waiting and not making any other moves. True. Right. And we we talked about this last week, other trades they can make if Kevin Durant doesn't materialize. And those are trades that they can revisit down the road. But you're right. It is like obviously at this point in free agency, it's completely dried up. You're not going to address that backup point guard position with your mid-level exception at this point because there's nobody available that even is worth that amount. Um, Dennis Schroeder is like the one last remaining point guard that might be a campaign upgrade or at least an alternative if you got him. And we all have kind of mixed feelings on that one. So it's going to have to be revisiting the trade market if you're looking to not just run it back with the same team. Are we all in agreement that if the Suns do make a move Mm -hmm. via trade for somebody of significance, Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying like KD level significance, I'm talking about like Jordan Clarkson Mm -hmm. or somebody like that, that's that would basically put an end to the KD situation yes. for the most part. For but now. Until, until January 15th. Yeah, for yeah. now. Yeah, I would Probably. say for if they make another move for like a significant piece, it's either a piece that they think they're going to be able to reroute for KD down the line or it's because they've realized that that's just not going to happen in here and now. Maybe they can revisit at the trade deadline, but... Uh, that that's what my assumption would be, and I again I'm assuming that's why they haven't re-signed Ish Wainwright because he would fill the 15th roster spot. I think they're waiting for a KD trade that's going to free up more roster spots to re-sign him because we keep seeing him all around events at the Valley and like obviously he lives here, but like I feel like there's a wink wink thing going on. Like we're going to re-sign you, just stay patient. We have to figure this stuff out first. Yeah, I mean th- that's. If you get another significant piece to to fill one of those holes, you're out of it for now. I think there's no doubt. What I was surprised, I was looking at uh, the odds that the over-under right now for Suns wins this season, it's at 52 and a half. Mm -hmm. Even with the group they have, I think that's a no-brainer over, right? I would take the over on that. It was a no-brainer over last year, too, because it was like 51 and a half last year. Yeah. I I feel like I would take the over, but what what are the odds? Are they better I think for it's over like or under? Plus two, two fifty. Uh, I I don't remember what it was. Uh, that, but uh, I'm just shocked that it's sitting at fifty two, 
and a half right now because that would be I mean that's a 12 game regression to to hit the under. I don't see a 12 game regression out of this team. No. I don't I, I just you're a 55 56 win team I think where you're where you're sitting unless something catastrophic goes on. I mean maybe they're just taking into consideration like we talked about last week that on paper a lot of the teams out here in the west have gotten better. And even though there are some unknowns to all of that, maybe that's what they're taking into consideration is that so far on paper, a lot of teams have gotten better. I've always thought 55 was the number anyway. So like yeah. 52 and a half. I mean, I could see a scenario where they got to 52, but I mean, that, that is kind of low. I also like it's plus 1,000 for a Clippers, Suns, uh, Western Conference Finals. I throw a little... Oh, yeah. scratch Why that, not? If you guys want to play some bets or uh, take the over or the under on the Suns wins this season, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We also have uh, someone in the comment Uriel said, Espo worries too much, take some OGs and chill. Um, if you are also worried and or if you are one of the people who are currently fighting with other people in the comments, I'm not <laughs> mad at you. But if you do need a little bit of help to chill out and just take some deep breaths and calm, OGs does have you covered. And they also just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, Pina Colada. You can check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OGsBrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. You just must be 21 years or older to purchase. You know who could use some of those? Freaking Nets fans in my mentions right now. <laughs> if they don't think that KD has the control, they're idiots. All right? Oh, boy. It's, all, it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Yeah. Like, if KD was a son, we'd be saying the same we thing. We would. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. It's it's the exact same when we brought on, like, Scoop B, right? Sharing information from their vantage point, from their point of view, is completely different than our vantage point over here. And the same way that people in the comments are arguing about Mikkel Bridges. We value Mikkel Bridges probably far more than anybody on the East Coast values M Mikkel Bridges. <laughs> You can argue right or wrong on that. That's not the purpose of this, <laughs> do this I live, statement. Do I live on the East Coast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I it's think we just, overvalue him too. I but. love Mikhail Bridges, but I I don't I'm not I'm not I'm not there with a lot of other people in terms of like he's just untouchable. I just I can't fathom that at all. But all right. Like well, let's not get into that just yet. We do have a couple super chats though that I want to get into. Uh first, Manny said this is for Saul to do the wave. Start it, Girth. Absolutely not. <laughs> ne never going to happen. I'll do it with you, Espo. $2 unwell spent. Saul and I are avid wave haters. Well, so. I hate yeah. the wave, too, but anything to get under Saul's skin on a month. You know, no, you can do the wave all you want. I'm just going to judge you for it. For a, a small amount of time, I also was team hate the wave. But now, when I saw your tweet this weekend, I'm just like, just let them have fun. It's because I bring that out Just of everybody. Just let man. them have fun. I do. If I, it brings bring them the, joy, then it brings them no, joy. No, there should be rules I, on the wave. I bring out the absolute worst in people, and <laughs> obviously I have triggered the worst in you, Lindsay, by supporting the wave. There should, there so. should be rules in, wave, in, in the wave. Why? In like baseball, your team has to be up like 15 or 20 runs where there's like no reason to watch 
any of the baseball. I was at the Suns, uh, the second game of the NBA Finals two years ago or a year ago, and the wave broke out in the freaking NBA Finals. Like, no, no, there's no no wave in championship games. Was it the Finals or was it? I thought it was against the Nuggets because they were blowing them out. Well, I was not at a Nuggets game, so I was at the Finals. Still, with basketball, like, there's so much stuff going on, like, all the time, like, well, the reason I hate, it, I hate the wave. it broke out in the playoffs, and that was the only time that I was okay with it because they were up by like thirty, okay. and it was like the ultimate sign of disrespect that they broke. This out was the like wave. in the third inning. Oh yeah, no, at a baseball, I don't. I was like, dude, no. what are we doing right now? <laughs> I agree. If you're up thirty in a That's playoff funny. game, fine. that was funny. Stick it to the other team by doing the and wave. And that was as the only, insult. the only time in human history that Gerald was on board with the wave. It's just like the old timey like dorky corny equivalent of like clapping when the plane lands or something like like that's the wave that feels like it would be in your wheelhouse though no absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> my jokes are corny that a clap my yeah. jokes are corny but there's a lot of thought and preparation <laughs> that goes into them I, i'm not on, the I, wave you just stand up <laughs> i'm not in agreement with you guys no. i'm not i'm just not I get it. I understand it, but I don't agree. Lindsay yeah. isn't uh, in agreement with us because that would ruffle certain people's feathers, <laughs> and that can't happen. That's not true. That's not true, true at all. Nobody's trying to offense quite like <laughs> I tell you when I agree with you. Off, off mic. Sometimes I tell you on this show as well. Also, uh, I'm not opposed to standing up and cheering. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I did it yesterday at the Rattlers. Yeah, we game. had a great time. I almost lost my voice because mm-hmm. I was screaming. It was yeah. fun, but I'm not about the wave. Like, dude, sit your ass down. I'm trying to watch a ball game. <laughs> Let the people have fun. How about the cannon going off when a team scores in a sport? I think that should be banned, too. Oh, my God. That cannon yesterday <laughs> at the fucking Rattlers game, I thought I was going to shit myself. Yeah. Everything down. was so damn loud. Well, in an arena football, they score so many times, yeah. too. Oh, I know. I definitely had PTSD for a little so, bit. So... <laughs> I worked for the Rattlers when I first started my career in sports. That was like the first broadcasting kind of experience I had. And I always had to do a hit pregame when they announced the team. So it would be all dark behind me and I was on the field and they would shoot off the cannon. And the first probably two or three games, you can see me flinch during my hit (laughs) until I finally it took so much work and so much like. I was thinking more about that than what I was saying to try not to let it like make me flinch again. Could you imagine? It was they, so bad. Could you imagine if they fired off the cannon every time a team scored in the NBA? Oh god! <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> Sound like warfare? Yeah, for real. All is right. everybody okay? In there? <laughs> we have another super chat. This one is from Colin. Colin, thank you so much for your super chat. Said Darth Voida had a good article on downsides to a KD trade. He mentioned how depth was critical to a great regular season, but getting KD juices our best players faster because they can't rely on the bench. What do you guys think? I think we just saw the greatest regular season Suns team of all time, and I think we saw them need a guy capable of fully taking over a game no matter what defense is thrown at him. I think Kevin Durant gets you there. I don't care. They could regress. They could meet the under of the 52.5 wins They'd still be a title contender as long as everybody in their main core is healthy come playoff time. You just need six, seven, eight reliable guys in a playoff run. Yes, they're going to play heavy minutes, but as long as they don't break down, that's a championship contender to me. So I don't care as much about the depth piece. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want to talk about, you know, great Suns teams, seven seconds or less teams played six or seven guys and, mm-hmm. and were great, but they didn't have that KD guy. 
in, in the playoffs. I think you're fine if you have a smaller rotation during the regular season, and you could have 51 wins as long as you win 16 in the playoffs. I, I could care less. Yeah, I listen. Being the best regular season Suns team in the history of this franchise means to me as much as a warm bucket of hamster vomit. I don't really care. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> That's an Eddie Murphy reference for those of you. Yeah, who I got yeah, it. I was like, I what did it. you just do this <laughs> yeah. weekend that that was top of mind? Well, it was an Eddie Murphy reference. I enjoyed the reference. So, thank you. Um, so, so I'm not. I'm not. I don't care about that. Like, cool. They were awesome in the regular season. Good job. It doesn't matter at the end of the day because they couldn't even get past the second round. So KD will help you get past the second round. I I am a firm believer in what Gerald just said. I don't give a shit if they won 45 games next year. If you have those four guys on the team at the same time, you have a chance to win a championship every single playoffs. Mm -hmm. I'm stuck on the hamster vomit. Is it a really <laughs> tiny bucket, or how long does that poor hamster have to throw up? I think it'd be multiple confused. hamsters, probably. Probably be multiple hamsters. Just very confused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to say to that. All, you brought it up. All I know is if these are the type of conversations you would have love to have with us in person, <laughs> you can do that this Wednesday at Four Peaks Brewery. Mm, We're going to be there all day. You guys can bring your crazy, ridiculous thoughts and uh, have conversations with our crazy, ridiculous thoughts. All the shows are going to be live, so you can watch us on our shows as well. Mingle with us before and after. We're going to have drink specials. And I believe we're going to be announcing our Toast of the Month winner yep. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have not entered, highly recommend you do so like right now or at least at the end of this show. You can head over to gophnx.com, enter our Toast of the Month sweepstakes. And if you win, you're going to get a Four Peaks $50 gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. So go do that. Plus, Four Peaks on Wednesday. Um, that's the 27th. I mentioned the drink specials. Four Peaks has great beer and they have really great food. You have to be 21 or older to enjoy the beverages, but anybody can come on down to the brewery, have some food, hang out, and have a good time. But we do ask that you enjoy responsibly if you do drink. Okay, so over the weekend, Woj shared another tweet. And in this one, ESPN sources, Phoenix Suns coach Monty Williams has agreed on a long-term contract extension. Williams, the NBA's coach of the year, had two years left on his original five-year deal and now moves under contract for several more seasons. How are you guys feeling about this? A good move? Premature? What do you think? I think it's a good move. I think it's solid. You know, uh, Gerald wrote an article about it. And basically, stability is key. Stability is what, what elevates... Um, good franchises to great because you know the consistency by which their everyday operation runs. And when you have a guy like James Jones and you have guys like Monty Williams, you need to take care of them. We might disagree on how they use players in their offense or the strategy by, by which they go about games, but clearly Monty's a good coach. Mm -hmm. And I, I do believe that good coaches will always find a way to add to their bag as well and learn from situations. And the more you do it, the better you get. And so uh, I think it's a great situation for the Suns. And, and listen, uh, if there's ever a franchise that needs as much stability as possible, clearly it is this one. So to have a core group of guys, not only on the court, but off the court, um, that will kind of set the franchise forward, I think is great. It all comes back to that obsession of Kevin Durant's too. He supposedly loves Monty. So this is a another signal of, hey, 
we're in the Monty Williams, Devin Booker business for the long term. If you want to come be part of it, we're ready for you. Love so, to have you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have a very close relationship. Um, and it's been that way since their time together in OKC. And when he was hired here by the Suns, he had a lot of glowing things to say about Monty and the Suns doing a good job of hiring him. I, I understand people's trepidation about his ability to make adjustments in the playoffs. And that's clearly an area we've talked about as where he needs to grow moving forward. Um, because even with Kevin Durant, teams are going to make adjustments game to game and you need to be able to respond to them. But I do think that we, a lot of times we give players the uh, benefit of the doubt as far as like they're, they've only been in the league for a couple of years. They're going to get better. Monty Williams has been in the league for a long time, but a lot of it has been a, as an assistant and I think the more that you learn about your players, what they can do, what they can't do, I think that gives you the opportunity to improve with that type of thing. Um, and he was very honest and open at his end of season exit interviews about, you know, we are going to talk with the coaching staff about areas that we could have adjusted, things that we can adjust in a playoff situation like that again moving forward. Um, and he alluded to the fact that in our first finals run, like we, not that they breezed through it, but they didn't have a ton of adversity in terms of on the court adjustments like they were able to target Michael Porter Jr. for a full series and just exploit him. Um, and I think this year they kind of took their lumps. They faced a type of team that they hadn't really faced before. And it's a learning process. So I do think he will get better at those type of things. I think it's important to surround yourself with assistants that you can trust in that way. And I do think just the stability, the familiarity of having the same group around for multiple years in a row is something that the Suns haven't had for years. Like they went through coaches faster than Hogwarts went through defense against the dark arts professors. Uh, like every year. Boo this every man. Year. Is, that, is that another boo. Eddie Murphy reference? I don't know. Boo care. this well, man. Why am I being booed? I'm right. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the point is like they have this stability now. They have this infrastructure and you can build on it while still adjusting down the line. You don't want him to go into the last year of his contract next season as a lame duck coach. You want to get this taken care of in advance. The the chat's 50-50 on you, Gerald. Or 50 /50. I don't care. So I don't care. Like, if you nice, don't appreciate Harry like, Potter, Ooh. you don't appreciate American literature. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's not even American literature. I don't know that it was the Harry Potter specifically. I think it was the way that you were so serious. I am and serious. Even, even through your delivery of this pun and joke was also very but serious. those who have been reading the my work for years know was... I've, been, I've made that reference like probably 10 times Look, by I, love, I love when you can get it about 50 50 split on whether it's good or bad that's when you thread the needle <laughs> yeah. and you did a great job with that thank you by the way what if this oh is all uh, what if all of this everything that's going on the kd stuff is a smoke screen because they know lebron's gonna want out in august and that's what they've been waiting for <laughs> I, you, Welcome you do, to Conspiracy you, Corner. You say that in in jest there, uh, Espo, but honestly, like... Would anything it, surprise it, you? It would not surprise me. And <laughs> to me, it feels like the more possible, uh, like, scenario just just strictly off of the relationship between James Jones and LeBron. <laughs> if anybody was going to be able to convince LeBron to come and play with Chris Paul, it would be James Jones. But I don't think it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. eh, I'm all for chaos. Never we say need, never. We need some interesting things in August. So LeBron, request a trade. Let's keep <laughs> this going. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, 
regardless of how you feel on it, which I think everyone is pretty much in agreement that this was a good move by the Suns and Monty Williams. Um, good to keep him here in Phoenix. Congratulations are in order. So congratulations to Coach Monty on uh, his contract extension. I am curious, though, like how many additional years because the article didn't specify that. And of course, this is still from sources. Nothing is official from the Suns yet. I'm sure within the next month or so, we'll probably get something official from them. Yeah, I reached out to the Suns to get some kind of idea. They don't have, they were not releasing that information yet, but hopefully in the next week or so, we'll have a better idea. I would assume if you're extending a contract, it's not just for like an additional year. So I would assume... There's at least four years yeah. left on his deal now. Yeah. That would be she my assumption. Has, she has 13 classified information. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess three additional years. Yeah. I would so say through five two, total. I think through 2027 or 28 was probably yeah. probably the move. I have yeah. a question for you guys. Oh, is is well paid better than well done? Is said. Uh, oh God, which is better than well said. <laughs> Your reaction to my Harry Potter thing was way worse than that, and that deserved a worse reaction. It's because, it's because we expect shit Come like on. that from Espo. It's a legit question at Is this it though? point. Does Monty care more about being well paid or that the job was well done? That's all. I'm, I, based on his quotes last week, I think it's getting paid. Two things can be true at the same time, Espo. <laughs> Thank you. That's true. Thank you. How many times do I have to Thank say this you. over the next month and a half that multiple things can be true at the same it time? Cannot, Lindsay. That's not how it's You can like care about works. money and care about doing a good do, job. Lindsay, do you live in America? There is only one way, and it's that there's there's ultimate winning in any argument that you have. There are not multiple things that can be true. Listen, Jan Paul brings up a good point. Well done doesn't pay the bills, okay? You need to be well paid as well. Yeah, well, Charles. Char- Charles Woodle Pike has a better suggestion. Boo, Espo. <laughs> you can boo me. I've seen what makes you cheer. So. Cheers me nothing. Thank you guys for joining us uh, this Monday afternoon. We Is had a lot it? of fun. That's yeah. it. Uh, We want you to stay safe and healthy. Of course, we're all trying to gather this summer. As I mentioned, we have a gathering this Wednesday at the Four Peaks Brewery. Please keep yourself and your friends and your family safe and healthy. And one great way to do that are COVID-19 vaccines. They are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. We will be back tomorrow, same place, same time, 2 p.m. on our YouTube channel, or you can catch us after 2 p.m. wherever you listen to your podcast. Until then, thanks for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay, and you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Fabio, you're right. Badass popons are way better than Harry Potter. Ahoy, ahoy. Yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on.